But then she, you know, she tries to like pull on it, like she's starting a lawnmower, you know. Uh. <laughs> like I said, I'm just happy she wasn't attractive, or I might have been like, okay. It was a good thing she didn't succeed because that would probably be very toothy. <laughs> like she's that drunk. Oh yeah. Oh, just, uh, just falls asleep in mid. Just in. The- like it's just a raw corn on the cob. And she's got to grind the kernels off. <laughs> like that'd be awful. You got extra fucking nut butter on it from your, <laughs> from work balls. That's terrible. You gotta get over here. You have to be in the mic. You gotta get up in that mic. You gotta be all up in that mic. You gotta like, like be making love to that mic. Get deep in that mic like a stripper's bunghole. How's the weather? Sticky. <laughs> <laughs> come on. I You have to come up with it. Why do we have to make you come up with it? <laughs> that almost... Oh, I'll leave. <laughs> You watch, yeah. You watch all the YouTubers. You should know good intros. Usually, we just dive right in. Oh, they know this is our podcast. <laughs> you don't listen to podcasts. How do you know how intros go? They're different from YouTube intros. YouTube money. I'm not Shane Dawson. Oh, you should be. I don't want to be. He's weird looking. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Mindy. Get over here and say some stuff. I want to, but this time it's not the same one. It's going to be a line on stage. <laughs> <laughs> Is it going to be one of your lines? Or... Because that's normally how it opens. <laughs> well, I usually introduce the podcast. I say, hey, welcome to... And I say the name of the podcast. And then I say my name. And then I give Spencer a made-up name. Well, but she could, do, she could do one of those sensuals like... Welcome to the Drunken Pen Podcast. And then we can cut into the... It's Drunken Pen Writing. Yeah. You gotta get it right. I said it wrong, so... Yeah, he doesn't know. Yeah, I know. Why would he know? I'm just here. I'm just here to record. Guzzle that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, man. Get over here and wing it. Okay. Can I introduce you? Wing-a-ding-ding. You have to call Spencer... The uh, Armenian ass explorer. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's the tongue tie. I'm going to fuck it up. Spencer, the Armenian ass explorer church. No, I always give him one Spencer, of those. Spencer, the Armenian ass explorer. Ass explorer. Do you need to write it down? How about this? The Armenian ass astronomer. There you go. That's, that's even worse. He's, no, that's his name. The Armenian ass astronomer church. The Armenian ass astronomer. He was the Greek mystique in the last one. <laughs> See, I can't take the, I can't say it correctly because I'll be laughing. Okay, silence. Silencio. <clears throat> Welcome to the Drunken Pen Writing Podcast. You, you fucked it up. You laughed. That was professional. Yeah, it was good. It was next. good. You gotta say, Welcome to the Drunken this Pen Writing Caleb. Podcast. I'll introduce you to. Here's your host, Caleb James and Spencer, the Armenian ass astronomer like church. That. Okay. Here we go. Let's say, do we need to write it down for you? Armenian ass explorer? No, astronomer. Ass astronomer. 
He looks into the deepest, vast voids of ass. Armenian <laughs> ass astronomer? Armenian ass astronomer church. Yes, he's Spencer, the Armenian ass astronomer church. Okay. It's not this <laughs> you didn't write a script. Just turn your script real quick. <laughs> I need to write a script. I'm going to write that anywhere. Anyway. Yeah, just whatever brain plays okay. with. He's not Kevin. He won't be sniffing it and like, <sighs> taking the handwriting down later. <laughs> I got another memento. Try to somehow, try to somehow to duplicate that handwriting into fake love letters to me. <laughs> Put it in his wall that's filled with like her hair that he gets. I like how Kevin's like, because you don't you don't deal with it, but he's like again a lint like gonna give up uh, like phones and Facebook for lint. Like is he saying that already? Yeah, he has to make people to follow him. <laughs> Well, my thing is, like, if, okay, it's the same thing you do every year, maybe you should do something bigger than just your, like, Facebook. Like, who gives a shit about that? Like, like give up racism. Or yeah, yeah, give up racism for Lent, please. Give up your homophobia for a little bit. <clears throat> you ready? Okay, yeah. Welcome to the Drunken Penwriting Podcast. These are your hosts, Caleb James and Spencer. <laughs> So close. Can you just put them together? Like then I would, you fucked up. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if I put them together, you gotta give it a space between. You didn't give it a space. You know what? Let's do it. Bro. Okay. Do it. All right. <laughs> I can't take it seriously. It's not meant to be dead serious. I'm so serious until then. Okay, I can do it this time. Welcome to the Drunken Pen Writing Podcast. Fuck! I froze. All right, here I go again one more time. This is the last time. I'm just trying to, I just want to do it ASMR. Welcome to the Drunken Penwriting Podcast. These are your hosts, Caleb James and Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. The Ar- Why is that to be Armenian? Because that's what he is. Are you Armenian? <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> How about I do Spencer's first and then yours? I'll say him and then you. But I'm the lead host. Yeah. Well, Spencer can be the lead host. Want to be the lead host? I, I get it. No, Welcome to the Drunken Pen Writing Podcast. These are your hosts, Caleb James and Spencer, the Armenian as <laughs> astronomer. <laughs> So close. <laughs> when, when it hoped if we were out of the room, you no. said it, and then we just come back and splice it together. No, okay, I can do it this time for real. <clears throat> Welcome. Well, you hit the mic and stop shaking. Welcome. That's too mean. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Drunken Pen Writing Podcast. These are your hosts, Caleb James and Spencer, the Armenian ass astronomer. <laughs> Can't you just use one of those? <laughs> you gotta at least finish it. I'm getting so close though. Just do it. <laughs> you're, think... you're eyeball me. You're going. I'm gonna, I'll look at the floor. Think... Okay, yeah. Spencer's looking away. He's helping. When, you're when, not. At the end, you need to you need to end that podcast with no of these phone attempts. Just together. <laughs> 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 All right, here we go. Welcome to the Drunken Penwriting Podcast. I fucked up. Yeah, you did. Hold on. I got stuff in my throat. <laughs> no comment. Welcome to the Drunken Penwriting Podcast. 
These are your hosts, Caleb James and Spencer, the Armenian. Fuck. Armenian. <laughs> okay, I'm fucking my words up. Armenian, right? Armenian. Armenian. Say it three times fast. Armenian. Okay. Okay, I got it this time. I promise. I don't know. Welcome. Oh, fuck. I hit this shit again. Welcome to the Drunken Pen Writing Podcast. These are your hosts, Caleb James and Spencer, the Armenian ass astronomer. <laughs> I kept wanting to say explorer. He's not an explorer. <laughs> explorer means he's getting in it, and he's not that perverted. No, I'm just looking at it from afar. Yeah, he looks from distance. He doesn't crawl up in it. Okay, I think I can at seriously do it this time. Unless you want to be an ass spelunker, then you're really in it. Don't start putting words in my head, because okay. I'm going to fuck it up more. Okay, this is it, and then That's when done. you're Serbian next week. You'll be the Serbian semen spelunker. <laughs> Armenian ass astronomer. Welcome to the Drunken Penwriting Podcast. These are your hosts, Caleb James and Spencer, the Armenian ass astronomer, Church. Very well yeah. done in one yeah. take. That was amazing. <laughs> well done. Well done. Very professional. We'll we'll hire you to do all our future gigs. <laughs> Told you we could give you a mic if you wanted to be on. She just wants to watch. She's a she's a dirty cuck. She just wants to watch. <laughs> Fucking mic. Can you be a female cuck? I think you you can be. Yeah, why not? That's a very interesting question. I, I mean, don't... I don't think there's one out there, but I don't see why you couldn't be. Why wouldn't there be one out there? Somebody, me, me. some. So you'd want your watch your husband make it with a big black woman, right? That'd be the opposite. Yeah, female cuck. Yeah, or maybe a sexy black woman because it doesn't necessarily have to be bit. Like you know what I mean. Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, I don't know. I always just think big man it's, dingo. It's, it's gonna be. It's like it's like a white chick with really small tits watching her husband have sex with a black chick with like really big tits. Because that would be yeah, the one to one comparison. I guess so. I never really thought of it. Because all the dudes in the cucks that I watching, they always got like the little. They have know, little wieners. I mean, I think that's what's implied. Because why would you be going and you? That's why you need the other dude because of the your. Know, the small wieners that you're married to or whatever. I'm, I'm not quite sure the rules on being a cuck. I don't, I don't know why you'd want to do that. I, I, this is just what I'm not judging. This, this is just what other people have told, other people have told me about these things. Other people, sure. Other people. Other people. Yeah, other, yeah, this, yeah. The only way I know this information is because other people told me. This was supposed to be an episode, but I don't know what <laughs> topic is or what we're supposed to be talking about now. That was... We were, we were supposed to be talking about uh, some of the future projects we are close to com, uh, completing. Future or current projects? Current. Well, current. Current projects well, we're going to be completing in the future. future. Yes. I suppose we could get into that. <laughs> we, we have like almost 30 <laughs> minutes of nonsense before this. And I'm going to air it all. <laughs> you should. I want to air 10 minutes of that intro. <laughs> what about the other 10? <laughs> Gotta cut you gotta draw the line somewhere. Well, I've been working on multiple stories. I know you've been working on stories. Yeah. You want you wanna go first or not really, man. Okay, all right, I'll, I'll go first. <laughs> kinda kinda worn out here <laughs> supervising. You're producing. Yeah, I'm producing. I'm mixing this yeah. bitch. Yeah, I'm just sitting here talking nonsense. I'm just trying to think I'm gonna edit all this together to make sense. I don't worry about it too much. All right, well, go ahead and do it. All right, so uh, the main story that I'm working on now 
um, is, I guess, considered a, a short story. I'm uh, closing in close to 3,000 words now as I'm making my second go through through the story. It's kind of... I don't want to say... it. It's not suspense because there's not really any suspenseful moments to it. Maybe like a, a slight thriller, kind of. It's a... Um, well, from what you told me of the synopsis, it sounds like kind of like a thriller. Yeah, but... Or even almost like a whodunit. I don't know if you're going that manner. No, nah, not really. I mean, there's... <clears throat> it's it's hard to explain without... Now, why don't you give the basic premise ba- first? Ba- basic premise is this... Uh, it takes place high school football team. This dude... Senior year, he's tried out for the football team each three years, always getting cut. So he gets he gets cut again this year, like normal. Is extremely frustrated and decides that since they won't let just because they won't let him on the team doesn't mean he won't try to help the team win this year. So he goes about in many different ways and fa- fashions of fixing the games throughout the season. Either be through different means of uh, bribery or threats, uh, many other things. Blackmail, black, thing. yeah, some blackmail, late blackmail going on, um, to accomplish these goals. And you know, of course, things don't go according to plan a hundred percent. Now, did you write this character to be like obsessed with the school? Because that would be a good way to go about it. Almost like a obsessive lover or um, like a stalker type of situation, but he's obsessed with. You know, the school or maybe just the team. I kind of... He's kind of obsessed. Not with... The, if, if it was with anything, it would be the team. It's, just, it's like him just wanting to be a part of the team and always constantly... Kind of be accepted. Yeah, and just always getting getting rejected. I kind of lay down some of the reasons on why they keep on cutting him and like how he's trying to use those skills that they say that he don't have to make the team in these in in what he's doing off the field and uh, to um you know to rig these games and things like that right like i said i'm about two thousand five hundred six six hundred five hundred six hundred words into it i'm about halfway through the second draft i've added some i've like i've added and taken out I've added some good stuff, taken out some blast stuff. But what I'm liking now, too, is like, because that's like literally like the first half. So after kind of where I've started, I, that's when I kind of got into my groove a little bit writing the story. Mm-hmm. That's so, usually how it goes. Once you get into it, so you go I'm faster. So I'm thinking this part, I won't need to add too, too much. I might, what I think I'll probably have to end up doing is maybe change like some uh, phrasing, you know, maybe like I said it this way. But if I said it this, it gets the idea across better. So you're not adding too much to the actual story itself yeah. now. Just yeah, the, like the like the last like the first half that I that I re-edited, I added probably about like almost three four hundred words to. So I think in the like in the second half, it's not going to be so much adding on to it, but just kind of more polishing and and fixing it up a little bit. Getting that those first. Those first draft like jitters of just trying to get the story out on the page, right out of there, and actually laying down some like groundwork to make it, you know. Well, it sounds like you have the character motivations and stuff pretty 
pretty much well established. And the only tricky part that I was been ha- that I was having trouble was like because the character is not necessarily likable. Even with like the constant rejection, it's still kind of hard to feel to put people f- on his side. Yeah, and I don't know if I do or not. Which I'm kind of okay. I'm kind of okay with them not even necessarily rooting for him, but through the story, like you know what I mean, or right. at the end. If you did want to make him more likable, like you were talking about, like the reasons he got rejected from the football team and stuff, maybe go a little more in depth with that, or just kind of even bring up a little bit of his background or something. Like I was saying, he, you know, he's kind of obsessed with the school. Maybe kind of give a reason why, like the sports team or football team. Like, why he wants to be accepted so much. Like, yeah. that would be a way to go about kind of making him more likable. But if you're just, if you're not going to go that route, then it sounds like you're already good. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't want to give it a finish making it the pass through here. And then I was going to, I was going to shoot it over to you, see what you thought about it, if you, if you didn't mind looking. Well, we would end up well, looking yeah. it over it anyways before we, before we post it. But even kind of before that, see what you, because like I said, it's only like maybe going to end up around 3,000, that's probably the most. So it's not like it's like a, a huge thing to try to yeah, make Yeah, it won't it be too time consuming. So when, when do you think you'll be completely done with it? I'm hoping it by the end of this week at the latest. Because I was going to try to do uh, finish it up the other day, but had some... Um, or yesterday, but had like, you know, had some uh, like family things we had right. to do. And then today we're, we're, we're recording this episode, so I might, when I get done and get back home, maybe try to do another couple hundred words, but I think if I do anything, I might just try to, there's a review that I'm working on, maybe try knock to get that, that knock that out, get it going, and then when I get done with work, because I get done with work again early tomorrow with my day job, and after that, actually try to complete it at least a second pass and maybe again give it another quick like go through see you know it doesn't hurt to me you don't want to overdo it but you want to make sure you at least got what you want down or at least what i think i want down right let's say the story i was working on i've been not necessarily struggling with the story itself just getting around to doing it i've uh because i've been editing like the podcast episodes and um trying to get some stories out for the site because i've been pretty consistent the last couple weeks of writing stories for the site We've been getting some comments back from that that are pretty good. So, like, I wanted to get one out yesterday, but I didn't get done in time, so I just put it for today. Yeah. And uh, I, I haven't even gone around to checking how that one's doing. But the current story I'm working on um, is kind of like our winter theme. So, most of my stories have been based on that. And this one is, uh, the working title is, like, Snow Day. It's about a guy who owns a cafe in, uh, like, a bigger city. And um, I'm kind of thinking like a Detroit type of city that's going down, mm-hmm. like the bad side of Detroit or something. So his business... <laughs> Isn't that just Detroit? <laughs> well, no, I think Detroit has like one part of the city that's pretty good. Like a block? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. But the story uh, is like about a guy who he started the cafe not necessarily to, you know, make a lot of money or anything like that. He just kind of wanted to bring people together and he did it for good reasons. And he's been struggling with the make like bringing any kind of profit over like the last year because the city's been going under. Yeah. And with less people working and things like that, they one of the first things they cut out is you know your extra expenses like going to the coffee shop or stuff like that. 
like the day of this story takes place, there's like a big snowstorm. So there's nobody out. And his wife ends up kind of convincing him, hey, why don't you, they live upstairs in like an apartment. So she convinces him, hey, why don't you close up for the day and we'll, you're not going to get any customers anyway. You're going to lose money by being open. Yeah. He decides to do that. And then they, uh, like she goes upstairs or whatever. Where I'm at now is I have him, he's like locked up and he was about to go upstairs and there was a knock on the door. And he looks out and there's like a guy pointing to the sign, hey, you're supposed to be open. I want some coffee or whatever it is. The owner's kind of reluctant, but then he realizes, like, the guy is kind of, like, homeless looking. So, he might be homeless. What are you sitting on? A fucking... Mm-hmm. <laughs> that thing's like... You cannot hear it. You can't. Play it back. No. Mm-hmm. I refuse to do what you say. Anyway. So, I have it. Like, so, he's going to end up probably letting the guy in and stuff. And kind of open up the shop just for him because he thinks he's homeless. And I was going to have it so he, like, talks with the guy and kind of finds out his life story. I'm thinking maybe, like, kind of like a homeless veteran or something like that. Kind of go over why he's in the position he's in. And then the owner will kind of, just through letting that guy come in, kind of rekindle that the reason he had for opening the business to begin with. Like I said, bringing people together, just kind of connect with others. I'm not quite sure where I want to go with it now, but I think the like the like I said the homeless veteran idea. I think that would be the way to kind of introduce that because he's helping another person out. So, what are you actually trying to tell, like a feel good story? That's yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I've been having a couple feel good stories lately that've been getting some some good traction. Try to stay positive during these dreary winter months. Maybe he murders the guy. Maybe he poisons his coffee and then drags him to the basement. And that's or his thing. maybe the homeless guy is a demon. Dun, 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 dun. But yeah, that's that's what I've been working on. And then, like I said, I have fucking multiple stories. I have that one I still haven't finished. That uh, with the paint. Yeah, the guy gets. Uh, he's like a dumb guy. Works at a factory. Gets paint on him, but it's some weird government paint. It's kind of like that Stephen King story with the meteor from uh, Creep Show. Where he gets like all hairy and stuff, or like he turns into like a plant monster or something. This one's not a plant monster, but it like the paint does some fucked up shit. Um, so I still gotta go over that one. I have an essay I wrote that I uh, I gotta do a draft or a second pass on, turn that in somewhere. I'm still waiting to hear back from a magazine for a story I submitted probably like a month ago, and uh, if that one doesn't make it, I'll probably just put that on the site. That one's uh, that one was pretty cool. I like it. It was about a woman. I don't remember if I let you read it or not. It was about a woman, and it starts off, like, you think she lost her husband, so it kind of puts you in that, like, you feel for, it's kind of depressing, like, mindset, but then it turns out she actually killed him for insurance money. I I didn't read that, but I think I remember you telling me about it before. Yeah, that one didn't take too long to read, but that's the one I'm waiting to hear back on. I don't remember the fucking name of that one. <sighs> yeah, then what else are we working on here? I'll say, I'm... You have another story, too. Yeah, I'm hope I... We may have talked about it. I'm not sure. We lost some of our uh, very early episodes before um, we got started. Um, so Yeah, you started this one a while ago. Yeah. Um, the working title is Buck the Butcher. It deals with a guy who runs this like kind of little like hole-in-the-wall deli slash like little... Um, Delicatessen. Like yeah, like, you know, you might be able to get, like, some small sandwiches, or if you just, you know, want some slices of lump meat, lunch meat, or chow, like, the old, like, old school, but, uh, you know, deli, where you get, like, 
big chunks of slabs of meat, like if that was like kind of like an old Russian or European deli in kinda, Bronx or something. You yeah, think of, but like, you, you know, he owns this business. Um, you didn't, you doesn't never really think that like, you don't know how he stays open. He doesn't get too much. He gets a little foot traffic, but it's not like a big, you know, a big hoity toity kind of place where he gets a lot, gets a whole bunch of crazy business. It just kind of starts out with him just going through like you know, just kind of typical day in his life. And he gets one of his kind of regular asshole customers, big douchebaggy kind of guy, get giving him shit about, you know, wanting, you know, organic, grass-fed, you know. Free range. Yeah, you know, like that kind of, kind of stuff that they, a place like that wouldn't, you know, carry, giving him shit about it. And just pisses him off to no ends, more than what it should do. So later that night after he closes, because it's kind of, it's almost kind of like in your story where he kind of, he kind of, he lives above yeah the deli. deli, so he can't get away from the guy. Yeah, so he he gets like super drunk. He wakes up. There's like blood everywhere in the back where you know where he does like a lot of like the, a lot of like <laughs> the uh, you all right there? Okay. So you know where he wakes up in the back where he does like a lot of the butchering and, and that kind of stuff. <laughs> Dude, what's your deal? Why are you mad? Why are you balking, bro? He's very upset. I don't understand. Um, what the fuck's happening? <laughs> Nedra just walks out dragging Mindy by the collar. <laughs> I don't know if this will pick up on the audio, but for us, it sounds like there's a goddamn concrete <laughs> mixer in the living room. There's a tussle going on. There's a battle of, to the death, maybe. Holy shit. I just hear deep breathing and <laughs> yeah. a wrecking sound. The whole floor is vibrating. What is that? <laughs> it sounds so bad. Oh, man. Is that crying? What is that? Weeping? Is that a blood splatter? I just seen shoot through a... Folks, just ignore the... <laughs> the brutalization in the other room. It's just my dog mauling my girlfriend. No piggy. Happens every day. It's yeah. fine. Uh, but so, what, what, what was I? So he was drunk and he, he, he woke up to he, blood. Blood everywhere. So he thinks maybe he just, you know, did some work last night, where, um, you know, just not remembering it. And I haven't done this here in the story. This is when I go back. I have to. I'm gonna have to try to see this in. But he kind of. You don't really necessarily know his backstory. It's kind of. Um, I'm gonna have to try to see some some. Shady kind of. Thing. Well, remember we were brainstorming. We were thinking it'd be like a Russian ex-mobster type of Some, dude or something. Something, yeah. There's gonna be a reason for. <laughs> fuck guy, come on. Okay. There's gonna be a reason for the things that he's gonna be able to do later on. In the story will make more sense when from trying to see in these mysterious backstory. So it turns out that um, you know, he has this. This different like meat that he didn't realize that he doesn't remember having, so he puts it out. That same hip- hipster guy comes in, asks for a sample, tries it, really loves it, gets a whole bunch of it. And then when he finally goes to the bat at the end of the day, and he goes and um throws throws the stuff away in in the um in his garbage in the back in the in the back alley, um he finds this like hat this half chopped up dead like homeless body you know hobo meat hobo meat 
And then, and then like, like that, it all comes flashing back. He starts remembering, like... He killed a guy. Killed a guy. No, he killed a guy. He cut the, he cut the guy up and is now serving it into his restaurant. Maybe you should give this butcher a small backstory later on where you find out maybe he uh, was uh, institutionalized at one point. Maybe. Well, I, was like saying, I was thinking maybe he's like one of those guys that can like, he's who you call to make somebody else disappear. Yeah. Which would have kind of explained like. The maybe he got fired from the mob for being like schizophrenic or, or something. Because like, like, he has to have a, you don't just go into chopping well, up people like when you get well, drunk. Well, well, I was thinking, well, maybe he had, maybe I would just give him like a severe like alcohol problem. Yeah. Like, you know, and that's kind of why like he left the mob too, because he was coming <laughs> untrustworthy. And then he's kind of on the run. From the, like, you know what I mean? It's well, like, again, if it was like a Russian mob in actual Russia, then he came to the United yeah. States and now he's in a city, like opened up a deli. Yeah. That would be a good way to kind of blend in. Yeah. And he would have enough money from his Russian business businesses with him that way he can subsidize keeping the, the place open mm-hmm. where there's, he doesn't really, but it turns out that, um, you know, people will like this homeless meat. They really like the homeless meat. So, and he finally finds it. Or when he finally runs out, he has to get something else to replace. And that's kind of like where I'm at right now. Is May I make a suggestion? Make it. Perhaps his homeless meat is so good because that homeless man partook in lots of sweet cherry brandy. Maybe. All the time. And yes. it sweetened his meat, if you will. It would make, yeah. What I'm thinking about going forward is that he's not going to always just be going after, like, homeless people. He thought, well, maybe <clears throat> almost like in a dexter kind of way, like, oh, well, there's this, this shithill that, you know, doing, you know, I'll axe him and then, you know. Criminals so, and pedophiles he, and shit yeah, like that. Yeah, or just, yeah, just, just real bad dudes. And, you, and he would know a bad dude from his mafia days and you know he'd be yeah. able to tell the type he might even know people you know by you know in the city or whatever but i would like it if you killed that hipster guy at some point i was thinking i've been <clears throat> or is th- he the one that just lives yeah i'm thinking he's a i have quote unquote buck the russian and then i'm gonna have like he he always no matter what like i said he's not that busy but he always has like that one guy that's always like, because I figured he could have, like, a couple, like, little tables so if people wanted to eat while they were there. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he wouldn't have, like, a whole dining room, but he'd have, like, a couple tables and chairs if somebody wanted right. to eat and have have coffee there. So, it's, like, his one regular. And I was thinking, like, he might know. Like, I haven't... Because, like, I've kind of had, like, an idea of trying to do, like, a series of stories with this character. Um, so maybe, like, if in future stories, he might lead on that he kind of knows Buck yeah, what or, if it tu- or knows of him from his, his heyday. Well, what if it turns out the hipster guy is one of those creeps who actually eats human meat? Maybe. Like, you hear from, like, Germany and stuff who uh, are in those weird underground culinary groups that, like, they have those dark uh, dark web websites where it's like, oh, here's how to get human meat and things like that. Maybe he's involved in that. That's why he likes the meat so much. That, that's That's a good idea. But my original idea was just to have him be like that, almost kind of like the Newman to oh, my buck, yeah. to where like he's that guy. They just they they rub each other the wrong way, but there's like comic kind of relief between the two, like you know. And I because I, I didn't the Russian thing. I like your Russian idea because then that could make 
their interaction even funny because you'd have like the kind of like a a Russian accent and just like, mm. organic, you know, yeah. like, and just have like no, I I haven't ever really wrote in other languages. You ever that, try? That'll take some research. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say I've written another. Well, no, I've had Japanese characters and stuff. I think, but like I've written them with like a, like in a speaking English. You know what? Like, Actually, with like, a, with like an accent. That um that one story I wrote about uh. Like that took place in um for that that story I wrote for that short story collection, the the one character in yeah. there he's he's Spanish, and he or he's Mexican and he only he almost only speaks Spanish but he does have like some English words so I did do that whole combining and uh like I said it takes some research like so Russian you might want to find some Russian words you'll throw into like yeah. sentences you don't have to go too over the top with it but it will take some effort and then you know just maybe watch some. Uh, clips of like on youtube of russians speaking english just yeah. to see how their accent goes because again you don't want to go too heavy on that and a lot of it you can just kind of imply with the sentence of the dialogue yeah. tags and stuff see that's the great thing about comics is because you do just put a little asterisk next to him talking or like these little like bars and it's just like in the corner goes another language russian like you know and you just read it in english so that's yeah. that makes it great yeah and as far as writing goes i mean if you like, if he's speaking Russian, you don't actually have to write in Russian. You could just say, uh, and then he went to a long rant in yeah. Russian, and the guy didn't know what he's saying. Something like, you know, simple like that. That or maybe have him, since he's, like, kind of covered up his track, have more of an English, you know, American accent until, like, he gets, like, really angry. Or, like, when he gets drunk. Yeah. And, like, that's when it starts to, like, you know, it starts it really to come out, out. A, come out a little bit more, so... Yeah, but I would recommend at least finding some Russian phrases. Yeah. So you could add just like some hilarious shit in there, like Russian curse words. Yes. Yes, I like curse words in all languages. I don't like Swedish curse words. No, do, do Swedes even have curse words? I'm sure they do, but it's probably like, it's probably weird curse words that when translated to English means like, You're not very go nice. lick your mother or yeah. like something weird like that. Go scratch the back of a mule. <laughs> what? <laughs> like weird insults that it wouldn't be offensive over here, but to them, it's like the biggest offense you can say. Yeah, I like that story idea, though. There's a lot of ways you could go with that. I was thinking, too, if you have that hipster guy, what if just the saying, like, you had him, if he did know what human meat was, maybe he's the reason Butch has to keep getting human meat because yeah. that guy's blackmailing him. That could be a way to go, or even just maybe not necessarily that route, but you said future stories. Maybe he wants to get out of doing that, and then like some other guy comes along yeah. and knows, and then makes him. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I've, I kind of... I if it was like the second or third story, he kind of gets forced, forced into a situation. Are you going to make this like a serial story, or actual just I short know. stories, a novel? I mean, you could do a lot, because this would be... It could it, be a very long piece. It... It is for what I got down already. I'm already like, if I remember correctly, around like the two thousand word mark already, and like I still got a good chunk. You just got the opening part. Yeah, like I got him, like remembering Karen, the homeless guy, and so I have the whole section of how him trying to figure out who to get next, and how that happens, and how it messes up, and he has to react to all that, and yeah, that's still a good chunk to go through. I think a good idea is. Uh... Once you start getting back to that one, we'll do episodes every once in a while like this. Not the fucking 20, 30 minutes of bloopers we had. <laughs> so this will be a blooper episode. But uh, 
future episodes, we'll kind of just go over the projects. I think that'll help us keep on track with them. Because a lot of times I have a problem. It makes you accountable. Yeah, the way I write a lot of the times, like when I do short stories for the website, usually I write the whole story in either that day, not necessarily the day it's due, but like in one sitting or maybe two sittings. I don't, other than that long, like a couple long short stories I've done or serial pieces, I have trouble stretching out my work to like, oh, I'm going to write every day this week on this one story. So I think that would be a good way to keep, like get me to do that more. Is if we actually had the podcast talk about like our current project, and I'd be like, "Hey, I made this." Like you said, it keeps you accountable. I think uh, this will be the test episode for that, and hopefully, some of you listeners will enjoy it, and maybe get on board, and kind of want to read what we were talking about. Yeah, and then check out other stuff that we have written previously, and we'll write futurely. And especially when we start getting into like doing short story collections and novels and things like that, that'll definitely boost it up. Your story is probably longer than my story so far because uh, like what I was planning was a flash fiction piece. Uh, the yeah. Snow Day story, I mean, that's going to be a short story, but it's probably not going to go over 5,000 words. Yeah. Like your Bush story, I'm saying, is that's probably going to be a long. I'm, I'm thinking it's going it, to, it might not be as long, but it's probably going to be close to Daily Rounds number. Yeah, and that was a serial story, so... Your, I would just estimate that just your first story in this, I don't know, trilogy or yeah. whatever you have, just series, is probably going to hit like the 10,000 word mark yeah. after. Because yeah, if you're at two, 3,000 words, just the opening, that's definitely going to stretch out a long, you know, a long time. And that's like, and I haven't even gone through any of that in a while to fluff that, you yeah. know, to fix the stuff that I know that I've you know not doing enough with well it'll probably be a good idea to go back and kind of especially if you're gonna stretch it out is do like each story's arc yeah so you kind of like the, this one you have now you have him set up uh no he finds the homeless guy he feeds him so you go with his beginning then you have to have the middle yeah. of what happens like and get to the climax and then you have to end that story but leave it open so there'll be another yeah. one and then like and that's the trick with like um you know, us mostly doing a lot of flash fiction. Whenever you get into the, because like with that, like with the flash fiction and even the smaller pieces, it's kind of hard to do like that three act structure that mm-hmm. you know everybody's all always you know says. says yeah, you flash to have. fiction that's very tricky. So like flash fiction is normally like an event or things that happens and how you know what that does. So like this is definitely a lot more planning and effort kind of put into that to make sure that you have that this happens to cause this and then that resolves everything well the way i've started going about this is uh i found some good advice on a ted talk uh actually i saw i'm trying to think what it was on a podcast i was listening to i want to say it was writer files but i'm not positive but uh that almost sounds creepy yeah it was i think it's kind of played up like that yeah but the uh, guy who was on there, I forget his name, but he did a TED Talk, too, which was really good. And um, the one piece of advice that he gave that I really liked was, and I don't think this was even his original advice. What advice is? Like, yeah, you know, how, true. like, I mean. But his was, like, the way you start the story and end the story normally would should be opposite. Yeah. So, for instance, like, I did a story... Uh, uh, a couple weeks ago about a guy like at a coffee shop. So the whole point of him being in the coffee shop was he wants to get a cup of coffee. Okay, that's simple enough. So he doesn't have a cup of coffee at the beginning. The end of the story with the opposite effect, he gets a cup of coffee. 
and then you just get to point A to point B in that or point Z or whatever, and then uh, everything in between is the story. And then I actually ended up story ended up with that story was uh, he ends up giving his coffee to some kid or something, but whatever it was for uh, like a charitable reason or something. I think going into all my future stories, that's what I'm going to kind of keep in mind is what is the character lacking at the beginning or what is he trying to get? And then at the end of the story, how does he get that? And if he doesn't, why not? Or what does he lose? What does he lose? Yeah. Depending, you know, what you you got going on in the story. Because like, like you're saying with the flash fiction, it's so short, it's hard to do those kind of stories to have a beginning, middle and end. And with the short stories, it's a lot easier. But I feel like a lot of times where I would write short stories, I didn't necessarily have a reason always for the character doing what he's doing. Yeah. And that's what I've been working on a lot, but uh, a lot more. But anyway, that's pretty much what we've been working on now. Spencer, the Armenian ass astronomer <laughs> church. <laughs> <sighs> that was an ordeal. It was. If she's going to keep on doing those, you're going to have to come with those ahead of time and let her do some practicing. Yeah. I'll have to listen to see how that sounds. It sounded good on our feedback. Yeah. But anyway, we hope you guys... I don't know what you would have took from this episode. <laughs> like I said, I think this will be our blooper episode. This is just for, this is for the shits and the giggles, guys. This is fun. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you don't want... You don't always want to hear about two guys just talking about... Well, how you should better, you know, what like you need more. to do better, right, or whatever. You know that. Just have some fun. Yeah, enjoy yourself. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to go enjoy ourselves. Smoke some crack. Cocaine. Whoa, cocaine. Cocaine? What, crack's better than cocaine? Well, I don't really know what crack's made of. It's like, it's... Crack. Baking soda and crack or crack, cocaine? yeah, crack is from cocaine. Like you need cocaine to make crack, I do believe. Crack That's what I said. Crack cocaine. I don't. I don't even know what to say anymore. That's at least what they made it seem like on the wire. Yeah, that's what Omo was always slinging. Right. Well, anyway, we're gonna go do crack cocaine. You guys have a good night. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>